0: You're listening to the Life as Leadership podcast. Are you looking for motivation and encouragement on your path to becoming a better leader? If so, you've come to the right place. Keep listening to find a community of leaders committed to learning and taking action to improve their world. The Life as Leadership podcast, where leaders gather to grow together. Here's your host, Josh Friedemann. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking to someone who is bringing to our attention a very particular type of leadership, and that is transformational leadership. That term is thrown around in certain circles, but oftentimes there's not a lot of definition given to it. It's one of those terms that people can easily just fill with their own definition. But as you'll hear in today's interview, there's actually a specific meaning, a specific intention behind that term. And we have a great person coming on the show today to tell us a little bit more about transformational leadership and how you can begin enacting some transformational leadership concepts in your own leadership. We're going to get to a little bit more about him in just a second, but first... It's great when you have time to listen to podcasts, but sometimes you just need to get straight to the facts. And that's why we've put together the Leadership Action List. It's a year's worth of weekly action steps to improve your leadership. If you want to be a noticeably different leader in one year, this simple but effective resource is for you. Download this list for free at leadershipactionlist.com. Once again, for an entire year of weekly leadership development, go to leadershipactionlist.com. For over a decade, our guest today has broken the mold of executive coaching and management consulting. He's refused to limit his methods to a one size fits all formula, and he approaches each new project by merging hard data with strategic development initiatives, tailoring transformation programs for companies, teams, and individuals using his dynamic TLC coaching system. In his new book, The Transformational Leadership Compass, he lays out this dynamic system of transformation to help leaders create the big changes required to adapt thrive and shape the future here is Benny Osmus Benny welcome to the podcast
1: thanks Joshua it's great to be here
0: so I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you better as a leader and give us some insight for our own lives Are you ready for these yeah let's go what is some lesson saying or experience that continues to influence your leadership to this day
1: I think a, a big one is that, that leaders always get the teams they deserve. And the thinking behind this is that the buck stops with you as a leader. If you've taken the, the responsibility and the duty to take care of people, any placing of blame or responsibility outside yourself is generally not on. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the leader's fault when things aren't working, but it does mean that it's there. It's their duty to respond and take on that ability to respond and adapt to the challenges in the environment. So first one would be leaders always get their teams they deserve. Another one I think is the greatest challenge with communication is the illusion that it has occurred. I can't remember who quoted that, but that is quite possibly one of the best quotes in leadership communication that I'm aware of. And a third insight that that really sticks with me is my, my specialization is in transformational leadership, and the definition of transformational leadership is a leader who enrolls the people around them in a vision and then works with them to bring that vision to reality and I think in order to do that, the leader needs to have a capacity to collaborate, to listen and to coordinate the perspectives of their people to do that effectively. so there are a couple of insights but uh, I could, uh, of course, go on all day and there's there's a, a few hundred of them in the book.
0: Use three descriptors to finish this sentence. A leader is... A leader is flexible, open, and strong. What is a question that leaders should be asking either themselves or others? How can this be made better by my actions? What is a book that you would recommend to leaders?
1: Well, the shameless plug, Joshua, would be my book, of course. But I think there's, there's quite a few. We reference over, uh, over 200 titles in, in my book, The Transformational Leadership Compass. And there's a broad range of books, but a great place to, to begin. It really would depend on the context. It would depend on what the the leader is is looking at, facing. Is I mean, there, there's texts like uh, Cyrus the Great. There's texts, uh, more modern texts, in popular texts by Mr. Simon Sinek. Leaders does it last? There's philosophical texts, like the Infinite Game. I would say that prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. So uh, I would uh, suggest that the leader first ask, "What's the question?" that they're trying to answer or the challenge they're trying to meet, uh, and then go searching for a book that that helps them do that.
0: So I don't think I've ever done this before, but I want to reframe the question to this. What is a book that was transformational for you in the way that you thought about leadership?
1: When I first came across the, the book Leadership by James Burns, which first coined the term transformational leadership, that was quite powerful, because it was the first time that I had found not not just conjecture and opinion and experience and anecdotal stories from from leaders but reasonably rigorous study and research and you know social scientific inquiry into a whole range of leaders across a whole range of industries, uh, really looking at what was going on there and, and comparing as As many situations as possible. So it's a very old book, but uh, I think that that was a a huge influence on my thinking.
0: If you could get every single leader to start doing something this week to help them be a better leader, what would that thing be? Ask better questions. I won't take that personally. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Let me uh, let me reframe that a little bit. I think one of the most seemingly obvious but powerful things we can do uh, as leaders is uh, assume that we know less and make a practice out of asking clarifying questions. So rather than framing a question with an opinion or, or trying to lead or directionalise a, a conversation with your staff or with your customers or, you know, with, with anybody you're leading, to approach it with a genuine curiosity to try and clarify and distill and, and get that very clear alignment and communication. I think that there's great value in that and it's one of these things that seems so darn obvious but when a person starts to do it uh, intentionally uh, in their day-to-day conversations, brilliant things start happening. People start giving more. People start realising that their, their thoughts and opinions are valued more and uh, small changes can lead to big ones.
0: And finally we have our arbitrary but insightful question, which is this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not?
1: Hmm, it really would depend on context, that's for sure. I know that it's very popular to ask why and to find your why and to tell people your why. And my book has, you know, a lot of methods to to bring out the, the deeper purpose and ethos behind our actions and to share that as a As a driving force to motivate the team and to shape the culture. That's really important. But at the same time, in a world full of 10 gazillion distractions, so many competing priorities and so little focus, I think rather than say why, quite often it is better to say why not. And rather than have an enormous to-do list, sometimes to have a to-don't list might be better. Uh, the idea of of choosing and clearly choosing what we decide to dedicate our time and energy to, I think has an enormous power. So yes, ask why, determine why, distill why, celebrate the why, enroll people in the why, share a sense of purpose. But also don't forget that the, the things you value are only valuable because they're prioritized over other things. So it's very much about Determining why not or why not to do things or, or things that, although they may be interesting and potentially have value, could also take away from the things that matter most. And I think in the, the, the age that we live in, that's equally as
0: important. Now, Benny, we're here today to talk about your new book, The Transformational Leadership Compass, as well as your TLC coaching system. I'd love to start off just by hearing a bit about the book and the change you'd like to see in people's lives through reading it and interacting with the material.
1: Sure. Well, the book is, it came out of a a need to, to create a system of leadership for my clients. I remember a couple of years ago, there was one particular week where I had 5 clients in the space of a week ask me to write a book and they'd all just come out of a workshop series we were delivering some organizational development programs that were designed to transform the culture and the performance of the companies in going through the content and putting it all together they were they all just started asking me you know can you put this together in a way that we can share it after the training's finished and that kind of got me thinking so I set off on the path to create the book. And look, essentially the book is is a system. Uh, it's an operating system for the mind of the leader and it's designed in a very specific way. The Transformational Leadership Compass, or we, we call it the TLC for short, is it's a dynamic model. We'll put a link to it in the, in the, the show notes if that's okay because it's, it's quite a visual concept. But it is... Uh, an integrated model that, that's what we call MISI, which is Mutually Exclusive, Collectively Exhaustive. It has all of the elements needed to consider and, and to to understand in order to affect a transformation in a company. So essentially what the book is is a, a system that the reader can install into their thinking in order to be able to navigate and affect and transformational change in their companies. And when they begin the book, it begins with a run through of 13 different elements of the system. So there's 13 words you've got to learn. None of them are uh, particularly complicated. They're all very simple words like games, teams, assets, events, rhythm, culture, change agent, North Star, status quo, leadership, brand. These are very plain words uh, with very clear definitions. But each of these words forms a, a language that you can not only teach your executives and, and understand yourself, but it's very easy to teach everybody in your business how these words work together and how they form the framework of this model. And that's useful because if we have a shared language for transformation and change, what well, makes it much easier to, to bring everybody along on the journey, to, to collaborate, to get people to think and feel and act towards a common purpose and a goal Uh, and we've learned this through you know over a decade of designing and delivering these these organizational development and change programs so you know it's quite a a decent sized book you know we're talking 440 pages uh, no 416 pages however it can be used as both a, a guide and a reference so it's designed to be something that people can very quickly learn how the system works and then go back to solve immediate problems and to meet the challenges of the day. This is for, for people that are responsible for people in that position of leadership. But I think also it is for people that have a general interest in leadership and are looking for a new type of pedagogy or a teaching system that accelerates their understanding of how to affect change in the world. Uh, And I think the book really delivers that, and early feedback seems to confirm these, uh, these thoughts.
0: And one of the terms that you obviously use in the title of your book is transformational. The idea of transformational leadership is an idea that, just like servant leadership, people use it all the time, popularly, and I think that sometimes the actual meaning behind it can be lost. I mean, servant leadership, transformational leadership, these are actual constructs when it comes to studying leadership. So could you share with us a little bit about what transformational leadership actually means?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. It's a a really good uh, distinction to make. Transformational leadership is a theory of leadership where the leader works with the teams to identify needed change, they create a vision to guide the change, and then they work in tandem with their people to execute the change. And that's straight out of Wikipedia. Uh, You know, it, it was identified by Burns and Bass, uh, as the most effective, but also the most hands on model of leadership when they they compared uh, hundreds and hundreds of companies uh, and looked at this and we, we see examples of this everywhere it's it 's almost every effective people centric leader that you 've ever met has these traits and and has these the, this style of leadership it 's where leaders encourage, inspire motivate and and help people be all they can be through something known as the four eyes, which are idealized influence, inspirational motivation, intellectual stimulation and individual consideration. And these were the, the attributes that, that were found to be most effective in making good change happen or, or making you know, the, the culture, the operational environment or the performance of a company transforming this or, or improving this over time. So what the book does, the Transformational Leadership Compass, actually provides a tool to be able to develop this in people because although we know quite clearly that the transformational leadership is noted to be one of the most effective classified styles of leadership, we also know it's the most hands-on and intensive. So it takes the most effort and energy to make it work. And this presents a problem. And the problem is we need more leaders. We need more people to be able to, to work as transformational leaders. And the book attempts to provide a system to help transformational leaders effectively develop into you know world-class, highly effective, highly engaging leaders that make a difference in the world.
0: Now, you had mentioned some of these different terms that you have at the very beginning of your book. Some of these terms are terms that people are familiar with, but I'd love to hear about how they function within your coaching system. You have terms like North Star, change agents, culture, brand, assets, games, results. Could you talk about which of these could be most helpful in understanding your coaching system and be actionable for leaders?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's important to to begin by saying that this was done intentionally because management speak has gotten a little bit out of control, in my humble opinion. Um, the idea of that there's a particular part in the book where I'm recounting a story where there's a strategist in the boardroom and saying, Oh, you know, our KPIs need to be more agile so we can continuously improve our sociocracy and, and just this convoluted stream of. of management buzzwords and different fads going on, I, I sometimes find it's, it, it's difficult to engage the whole business in all of this, this language of, of the, the latest and greatest fad. So what we've attempted to do is, is take all of these best practices and distill them into really simple, accessible language uh, and then teach that language to our people so we can work with them to affect the change. So for example, you know, one of the, the the words in our taxonomy is status quo. And status quo is the way things are around here. We're, we're, we're talking about, you know, this is this is where we are. Everybody can get their head around that really fast. Everybody has an existing reference for what status quo is. There's a practical element where we map where we are. We, we do a check of what the current state of affairs is in, in, our, in our company, in the world, in our life. We can very quickly assign meaning to that and say, what's our status quo? And, the, you know, your marketing director can answer that. So can your janitor, uh, so can a frontline leader, so can anybody. A uh, shared common language is the framework to make this work. Another example would be the North Star. And again, this is not a new concept, but the North Star is the guiding direction of the company. It's the vision, mission, values, big goals, standards and principles. Does everybody in the business know this? Do they know what a North Star is? And do they know what the elements of the North Star are for the company? We see leadership as a practice of taking responsibility for all of these terms. So the TLC the definition of leadership is actually a person that takes responsibility for all of the elements within the system. That's a good way of looking at it. Once you visualise and see the model of the TLC, you're like, ah, right, these are all of the elements that I need to take care of to be an
0: effective leader.
1: I'll, I'll share a couple of a couple more just to give you guys a taste for it, but we'll link the definitions if if anyone's interested in really exploring this further. We have an element called culture and culture has, you know, it's a, again, it's, uh, it's become a, a bit of a business pop psychology flavour that, that's become more and more frequent in news. But what does it mean exactly? So we just give it this definition and we share this definition with all of our people. We define culture as the internal, deeply held and taken for granted beliefs and assumptions of our company that remains consistent over time. So our culture is really what we take for granted over time. Again, simple, simple definition, but it's fuel and food for thought for the people of your company to share their insights and be involved in the journey. And
0: that's key. So you've created this massive resource for people, 416 pages And it's spelled out so that people can take it and run with it on their own. But I'm curious to hear from you, what's the most optimal use for someone who takes this book? What is the idea, the vision behind what you want them to do with the information that you provide?
1: Really, my hope is I I believe leaders are uh, responsible for making things better. You know, if we really get down to the nuts and bolts of what this is all about, a leader's responsibility is to make tomorrow better than today or make the future better than the present. And my intention with this book is to provide a resource to help that to happen. So I would love to see leaders really understanding and getting a depth of understanding and practical application of this book and working through the exercise and doing this. And as they start to to embody and, and really understand how to work with this system, then start to train others within the system. In fact, if people are interested in doing that, I would be very open to discussing this further because people that can not only use the system but teach others to use the system are really what we need to affect big change in the world.
0: So Benny, obviously, there are a lot of things that we haven't been able to discuss from your book today. But before we finish up today's interview, is there anything that you'd like to leave the listeners with, whether something that we've already discussed in today's interview that you'd like to reiterate or something we just haven't had a chance to talk about at all yet today?
1: So I'll I'll ask a a bunch of questions for the listeners to to think about a bit further as as food and fuel for thought.
0: The, The
1: first is, what is your definition of leadership? What does it mean to you and are you clear on that? What is the north star of your company, the vision, mission, values, big goals, standards and principles? Do you know it and do your people know it? What's the new normal you want to create in the world around you? Do you know what it looks like? How do you define your culture? How do you map and explain and share what it is that makes up your culture? How do you determine the habits and the day-to-day cycles and processes of communication, the practices, the rhythm of your people. And is this done on purpose or by accident? And I'll, I'll give you one more. What game are you playing and
0: how do you know you're winning? Well, Benny, I appreciate those questions. And that's certainly food for thought for us. Now, if people have enjoyed what they've heard from you today, where would you like them to go to find out more about you and the work that you're doing? You can find us at bigchange.group. Benny, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Joshua. See you, man. Once again, if you'd like to connect with Benny, you can go to bigchange.group. Now, let's go ahead and get you today's three key takeaways. The first one is this. Transformational leadership is where a leader works in tandem with their team to identify and execute change. A transformational leader is going to be someone who is able to engage people in their work and help them to achieve more than they ever thought possible. And this kind of leads to the second key takeaway, and that is that transformational leadership is one of the most effective styles of leadership, but it's also one of the most hands-on styles. So the question is, if you're wanting to get the most out of your team, are you willing to put the most in? If you invest well in your team, you're going to find out that they're able to achieve much more than they and maybe even you thought was possible. And the final key takeaway is something that I inferred from the conversation. It wasn't something that Benny directly said, but the takeaway is this. Use common language throughout your organization so that communication and action become more streamlined. It's so easy to become compartmentalized and come up with your own ways of of talking about certain things. Make sure that throughout your organization, you're speaking the same language and you're working toward the same vision. Once again, I want to encourage you to download the Leadership Action List if you're looking to invest in your own development and encourage development in the rest of your leadership team. You can get the Leadership Action List at leadershipactionlist.com, and you're going to get 52 actions. That's one action you can take every single week of the year to help you in your leadership development. Once again, you can get the Leadership Action List for free at leadershipactionlist.com. Until next time, keep living and leading well.